this is Nadia with Be The Boss Podcast. On our podcast, we talk about how to become your own boss physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's right. On Be The Boss Podcast, you can reach out with your questions and topics, and we'll talk about it. In other words, you reach, I teach. So make sure you write in and leave your comments below. You don't got to be the man. But you can always be the boss. Good morning, Tampa, Florida. We are here at the Tampa Club in downtown Tampa, and we are ready to rock and roll. I'm here with the lovely co-host, Natty Light. And this is your host, Deanna May. And we have a special guest today. She goes by the name of Giovanna. <laughs> Natty brought her employees to work today. I don't know why. So we have to incorporate her in this episode. So we're going to make today <laughs> we're going to make today's episode a special edition of Tea Time. So Giovanna is going to ask us questions and we're going to answer. And we have no idea what questions we're going to get today. So it's going to be very fun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So with that being said, Giovanna, can you uh, take us away? Yeah, let's start it. So what do you wish you had told yourself 10 years ago? 10 years ago. What do I wish I have told myself 10 years ago? You want like, to go first, Nadia, or you want me to get this? Like, what you had no I was 16. I don't know what I told myself. I was only, you go first. Let me think about this. I was, this. like, 10 years ago, I was 57, so let's see. Um, <laughs> the age gap. Dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago, I wish... Well, I actually have no regrets, so it's kind of a hard question for me, but if I were to give myself advice, I would say... Look deeper into how time factors into everything that you decide and everything that you do. Because in life, I feel like a lot of times we have intuition. We'll see something, we'll call something, we'll, we'll analyze something, and we'll see it to be true, right? You, you'll, you'll make a judgment call on something. And what we don't add into that judgment call is the passing of time. We'll say something, and as time goes on, we'll forget about what we said or how we felt towards that certain goal. And... We'll lose track of it. We'll move on. We'll, we'll lose interest. We'll get distracted. But as I got older, I realized that time is always a factor in every judgment that you make. So now when I see something, when I feel something, I think about how long it will take to get that thing. Right. So if I want to be if I want to release a mixtape, I now think about how does that look over the course of time? What does that look like over the course of days, weeks, months, years like build a timeline towards that goal. And that's something I did not understand as a youngin. I had dreams, but I had no plans. So now I plan ahead. <laughs> and that's my advice to my younger self at 57. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back to you, Nettie. That vegan life, really, you know, hey. it keeps you young. No, I mean, in this peak. <laughs> um, okay, so 10 years ago, I was 16. And... It's crazy how time flies. So I really resonate with what you said, kind of time. Don't think time is going to be there forever. Even though I'm 26, I feel really old in the sense of I, I've just experienced a lot of things and I've done a lot of things. So there's experience behind that. But I wish that I told myself when I was 16 that don't just dream about things, make them happen. So I was always a big believer in manifestation and kind of planning things, but I sometimes would just like plan things and have in my mind, but I wouldn't actually do them. So 
I would say to my younger self, go out and do it faster, better. That's it. I mean, just do it. Time is a luxury. You don't have a ish ton of it, if you know what I mean. So use it wisely. Use it to the best, to the most efficient way possible, right? Absolutely. Don't wait for the perfect moment and don't think, oh, I'm going to graduate college and I'm going to do it or I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it. Just do it. Um, And I've always lived by that concept, but I sometimes feel like I've missed out because I didn't live to that concept as well as I wanted to. Um, because at 26, I, I wanted to have like millions of dollars, yachts, penthouses, like, but the fact that I took so long to pursue things, I'm a little behind in my plans, you know? And so now I got to like <laughs> speed that shit up. <laughs> but in reality, it's really important when you're young and when you start having aspirations, if you have aspirations to actually act upon them. Yeah, and put a timetable on it. Why not? Yeah. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So I want to ask you now about what is your favorite memory? So if you have a favorite memory, like which one it is, if you can describe that. I'm pretty sure my favorite memory... I'm pretty sure I was intoxicated during my favorite memory, (laughs) so I don't remember it. But um, I have a problem when someone asks me to remember things because it's not that I have a bad memory. It's just the process of going back in time to pull a memory. I just don't want to do it. I literally live now and in the future. So this is a hard question for me. Yeah. I got to pass this to Natty first. Okay. All right. So I'm, um, I'm a weird... I had a weird childhood. My mom immigrated when I was seven. Did you know? (laughs) (laughs) And I've always been on the move with my mom. We'd constantly be moving. She was a doctor. She was working, raising me. And we were in a completely different country that neither me nor my mom spoke the full language. So it was always hectic. It was always running. But I clearly remember little things um, when I was little because my mom always dedicated all the time she could to me of just we were in Russia and this was before we left to the US and we were in the mountains so we lived in Sochi and on the bottom you have the Black Sea and at the top you have the mountains so you have like the best of both worlds so we were walking through the mountains and there was like a spring gazer and I think I was six and like we got water jugs and got some water from the spring gazer and then we went horseback riding. I mean, it's a very little thing, but like it resonated in my mind really well because my mom has always been there for me and we've always done so many things together that most of my really good memories revolve around her. But that's, that's definitely something I remember from being so little. Wow. That's <laughs> wonderful. I do not have such a memory. So I think, my, so this is a memory I'm thinking of right now. It's not my best memory, but it's what's in my head. In the sixth grade, for some reason, my school threw us a prom. Is that normal? No. That's weird, right? All right. I just realized how weird that was. So we had a prom, and we literally went to a place which is the equivalent of Red Lobster. It was called Tony Roma. Oh. Is that in Tampa? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. Definitely in Miami. So it's pretty much Red Lobster, right? And we had a prom in sixth grade. And I remember thinking this was the most important thing in my life. 
And then I remember also in the eighth grade when I had another prom, remembering, wow, that was really stupid. <laughs> and then furthermore, in high school when I had another prom, I was like, man, what is going on? Like, so that's my memory. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the real question is, did you go to another prom after high Yo. school? Did you go to like an adult prom? Yo, man. Prom's a whack, all right? <laughs> it's, it's, don't watch American Pie, man. It lies to you. It, it hypes it up. It makes you think something crazy is going to happen. That's not how it went down for me, man. Prom was crazy, and it's a lot of money, and it put my family in a hole. So anyway, <laughs> next question. Next question. Okay, so how would you describe yourself? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Mirror, it's, mirror on the wall. It's deep. You go first. No, you right? go first. I, I go just first. want to go first. I just told you my childhood memories. <laughs> how would I describe myself? Hmm. That's, that's too heavy. How, how do we have enough? <laughs> I, have, I can't just spitball. I can't just go off the cuffs for that. That's just, that's a deep question. No, nah, you got it. You got it. We want to know how right. you would describe yourself. How would I describe myself? I would describe myself as open-minded, often sometimes cocky, sometimes humble, um... I'm very compassionate, actually, but I, I do you? it. I do it behind insults. Okay. I attack people and I insult okay. them, but really it's because I secretly, not so secretly, want them to get better, and I want them to evolve, and I want to. I see everyone in like as a coal, and like with a little bit of pressure, everyone can be a diamond. And maybe it's because of the environment and the way that I grew up. It's the only way I know how to do it. Bow, so bow, bow, I'm bow, tough bow, on people, bow. but like I mean well, and if it's too much, I always back off. So I would say that. All right, let's do this. I'm thoughtful. At times, arrogant. Um, with money, I'm very uh, frugal, right? Beyond. Beyond. <laughs> but, but, but only at first, right? At first, you tell me something, I'm like, oh, that's absurd price. I'm not paying that. But then I end up buying two of them. So, <laughs> and I'll buy it for the whole bar. Like, I'm like, how much is your drinks? Are you crazy? I'm like, shots for everyone. So I'm pretty much a contradiction. I'm okay with that. I'm a literal contradiction. I am both sides of the spectrum. I'm good, bad, villain, chilling, whatever you want. I'm all the above. And that's, I think that kind of goes for everyone, right? We have our days. So that's how I describe myself as a human being. That Next. <laughs> Go ahead, Nani. You know what we should have done? Describing each other. I know. That would have been Too late. Better. Your turn. Hey, no, no, it's not. Let me describe this here. All right. So describing myself. Um, I'm very loud. Facts. <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. Like, I know how to, I'm a very colorful individual. Don't they say that when they want to, like, hide and She invented the peacock. I'm very peacocking. Today I got dressed. I was leaving my house. My mom was like, the fuck you wearing? I'm like, um, an outfit? She's like, it's like you're going to an evening ball. I'm like, no, this is my daytime outfit now. Life is a ball. It is. Um, I'm very loud. I'm very outspoken. I say things without thinking about them a lot. Um, I think I'm fun. That's all you got to say about yourself? Charismatic. <laughs> I'm like Gucci. There we go. I am like Gucci. Um, what else? I. This is hard. It is hard. Honestly, it's it's. It's like building a dating profile. I always suck at those. If there's one thing I know about people is we are never ready to see our own reflection. Mm, it's always terrifying. True. It's always more than we can handle. 
Nice. But it's always the best thing for us. Yeah. So that's why I try to be critical of myself. Yeah. yeah. What's a critical thing? I'm very cocky. Oh, how about this? Say three good things about yourself okay. and three bad things about yourself. Okay. Boom. That's a question. I don't think I have any bad things. <laughs> I got you. So look, number one. <laughs> how much time we got? Hold on. We got hey, cold-blooded. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so bad things. I do things without thinking about them. I just do them. Um, good thing, I'm very adventurous. I mean, that's, I feel like every bad thing can be a good thing. It is. That's Depending true. on the context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on what I'm doing. Like if I'm hanging out with friends, I'm very adventurous. But if I'm making business decisions and I'm adventurous, that means you're doing things without thinking. So I think it's always the context. Um, so it's your call. What do you, so if you were to say something, three things you would change or you would like to work on about yourself, what would they be? I definitely procrastinate a lot, so okay. less procrastination. I am the worst at procrastinating. I will procrastinate everything. And I, I respect that about you. <laughs> I'm will, a professional. I will literally I get the job procrastinate done, though. everything. Um, what else would I change about myself? Want to switch off with me? Yeah, let's right. go. What, are, what would you change about I'll give one bad thing about me. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm very emotional. You. Yeah, it's my. It's actually a double-edged sword. It's actually good that I'm emotional because it makes me very passionate. It makes me very, you know, sensual. But it also makes me very, you know, like patient. I'm crazy. I'm an islander. You know what I mean? So like, it's my best and probably worst trait. It helps yeah. me write a lot of music too. That's good. If you ever see me at open mic, I start screaming at the crowd. They, hey. they don't know if they should be celebrating or leaving. Or running. <laughs> They're like, um, if that's supposed to happen, I'm like, you're yeah, supposed to happen. And I, <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn. Um, I get very stressed over little things, and then big things don't stress me. So hmm. I'm a perfectionist. I really want everything to be perfect. But my procrastination <laughs> makes me not have a lot of things perfect. So I'll freak out a little about little things. But then if something big happens, I'm like, oh, it's okay. We can fix that. That's <laughs> a biggie. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, so same thing. I, I would say that I'm a bit too free-spirited. I don't, honestly, maybe that's not an actual problem, more of a problem of the time that I live in, but like, I'm very open-minded and free-spirited, and I, I think life is more about experience and like adventure, but I feel like the life that has been laid before us is more structured, like there's things that you're supposed to do, ways that you ought to be, and I can never agree with them, I just don't, I just... Yeah. I don't see the merit, the value. I don't see the growth in it. I see it being very rigid and very stagnant to like what we are as, as living things. You know what I mean? So like, I'm very adventurous, and that's a good and bad thing. Back to you. That's nice. Um, I think I'm a little like I don't know what to call it. It's not like maybe it's money hungry, but I'm a little materialistic. Like a little, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Yo, she literally sent back a water for wine glass. <laughs> I'm just saying. Though. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I learned something today. <laughs> you know what? If you're bougie, you're bougie. You're you know. Bourgeoisie. You got to drink that water out of the wine glass. Yeah, you earn it, girl. Drink your water how you want it. That's what I'm saying. Um, you so, can. You know what I mean? <laughs> drink your water, girl. Um, yeah, so materialistic. I've always... And I don't think I'm materialistic in the fact that I want to show it off. Like, I just... I want... And those are my motivations. I want big things. Cars, houses... Multiple houses, like vine, wine yards, vine yards, 
Vineyard? Vineyards? Vineyard. I, I actually don't know. I know, you, I know what you're saying, but I don't know how to say it. Hey, that's how you say it. That's no. not a part of our conversation. I'm not trying to get vineyards. I want chateaus in Italy. I want vineyards. I can't say it's probably. Vineyard. It's definitely vineyards. It is definitely, definitely vineyards. Yeah. Vineyard. <laughs> Bone apple tea, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, I want chateaus. I want a country. I don't know. Like Maybe Damn. I can buy an island and name Dream it after big, myself. Yeah. Like, I've always had, even when I was little, you can ask my mom, like, I've always had, like, big things I wanted, but I never wanted it to, like, post on Instagram or tell people. I just want to have it and, like, enjoy it. And I know money doesn't buy happiness. I know you need other things and you need peace in yourself and mo- and meditation and motivation. And I have all that, but I still want those materialistic things. Mm. And I think that's, like a downfall because I sometimes spend money unwisely and I just do things that that I want without thinking about consequences and I just don't think that's a good habit for anybody really it's actually not at all it is not but you know objectively but acknowledging it it is the first step I know but it's not something I want to change it's something I love about I mean if you can support the (laughs) habit then by all means right when you can't support it you got to keep it real Fact. That's Fact. being responsible. But Fact. if you can, if you can, hey, it ain't tricking if you got it, all right? People don't know what that means, but it means if you can't afford something, <laughs> if you can't afford something, but you're acting like you can, you're tricking, right? But if you can't afford it, that means you got it. So by all means, do you, boo boo, you earned it. Fact. Fact. Did I do two or three? I lost count. Oh, you went first. I did two. Okay. Um, bad quality. Mm-hmm. A bad quality. By the way, you hear the vacuums, the conversations, and all that in the background? That's because we are organic, y'all. We ain't with that process stuff, right? So today, <laughs> we, we over here in the middle of the lobby. We said, you know what? Ten toes down, this is where we're going to be. You ain't going to tell us to go nowhere, and we're going to have this podcast how we want. How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? All right. <laughs> um, a thing about me that's probably favored in a bad light. Um, damn, I need to think. That's hard. Can you buy me 10 seconds? Yeah, sure. Give us a thought or something. Give me 10 seconds. Let me think. Um, if you want something, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Worst advice from an entrepreneur ever. <laughs> hmm. um, you just mentioned that you're materialistic. I am. Okay. I'll just talk about that. So materialism. Um, I'm I'm actually very I'm a hypocrite on that aspect. I'm not I'm very low maintenance, so I don't need much to be all right. I'll literally sleep on the floor. Like I have no problem with that. I'll drink tap water if I had to. But uh-huh. if given the option and the resources, I haven't drank tap water for four years. But the second I, I have to... I never drink tap water. No, I used to drink that. But, like, I used to drink out the hose. I played outside all day long, every day. It's different. Like, when I lived in Russia, I drank tap water. Because we got that mountain country, water. We got mountains and... We got mountain fresh I'm water. About, I'm talking water. about the, the, the machine, the system. <laughs> all right, the matrix. The matrix <laughs> water is bleach. different. And what's that other thing that hurts no, your brain? No, but... So, my, my roots, my origins are from humble beginnings. So, I can adapt to anything. However... Despite me being borderline hippie, if it's up to me and I can, and it's in, within my grasp, I'll always pick the nicer thing. So if you go to my house, my trash can literally opens when you walk by it. 
Literally, it just opens up. You can throw something in and it closes automatic. And that's something I always invest in technology. And it's not really because I want nice things. I just like efficiency. I'm actually lazy to a fault. So I always invest in ways to make my life as stress-free and as seamless as possible. And I don't know if that's a bad thing, really, but I don't know. I, you're talking about materialism, so why not? I want to work smarter, not harder. So I really believe that. I really believe that ducks have it figured out. They're just chilling in the pond every day, all day, and we're over here working like ants. And I'm like, but we're not insects. We're mammals. So, like, what are we doing? Who got it right and who got it wrong, right? So, and people be like, hey, what's your favorite dream job? I'm like, none of them. I don't want to work. Who has a dream job? That makes no sense. Who no, has a dream who to work? Who wants to work? And if you do want to work, something's wrong with you, man. You've been brainwashed. You're not supposed to want that stuff. And there's things that are rewarding that you don't mind doing, but you don't call that work. You call that hobbies. You call that passion. You call that, you know, love or something, but you don't call that work. If it's work and you want to do it, Something wrong with you, dog. But, or at least I don't agree with you. That ain't, we, we don't mesh on that aspect. So that's my, I guess, somewhat toxic trait for this conversation. <laughs> We're basically doing like a toxic, why shouldn't you date us profile thing. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, it, it wasn't you, it's me, I think. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was you. Next question. Let's <laughs> go. Okay, so for our next question, how would you like to be remembered? Am I first? Sure. I don't know. Whoever want to go. Keep it 100. I don't want to be remembered. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I'm dead. How selfish <laughs> can you be that even after you already took up so much of people's time and resources, they had to interact with you, they had to buy you gifts for your birthday, they had to... Whatever. And then you're dead and you still want something? Just go away. Just die. Just leave it alone. Move on. I don't need to be remembered. Because I won't care. I won't know. And it's not for me. It'll be more for you. So if you want to remember me, you want to remember me because of something I did for you in a way that impacted you. But it's not going to be for me. If it's for me, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Cut my head off. Hold it up. Put it on a statue. I don't care what you do with my body. If plant it for trees, I don't care what you do. You cannot disrespect me after I'm dead. I promise you. I'll be okay with it. So live your best dreams. Live your best life. Go ahead, you do Maddie. you. Do you, boo boo. Forget about me. Forget. I'm done. I'm, my time is done. I moved on. You know what I mean? Like, just I move know. on already. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had that either. Um, I never really thought about that. I mean, if you leave a legacy, like if you build a company and you have kids, like you want to re be remembered for your legacy, but it's not something I put value on. I'd rather enjoy my life than try to build someone for people to, or for something or someone to remember me when I'm dead. Like I, I, that always baffled me. Like you see a lot of people who are investing and they're rich and they're like, Oh, you got to save money. But what are you saving for? Mm. Like, Oh, <laughs> are they going to bury you with that money? Are they going to bury you with that car? Like I would want to enjoy things and I do enjoy things while I'm alive. And I don't know. I never really thought about it. And probably I'm going to have myself, um, what is those things when you're frozen so they can unfreeze uh, you? Cryogenic. Yes. Something, something. Or maybe they can take my consciousness and make it into a robot. I don't know. Fun things. Yo, Fun things, guys. Don't bring me back. <laughs> hey, when I die, do not bring me back. Let me go. <laughs> Life is hard, man. Death got to be easy. So let me rest in peace, please. Mm. As, mm. as the saying goes, rest in peace. Mm. Don't bring me back. Let me go. It's all right. Just listen to the podcast. You want to see me again? Listen to the podcast. This is definitely about to die, by the way. 8%. I got a charger. We in this piece. All right, let's keep it going. 
Next question. In a second, we're gonna pause this. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Quick pause. Click. And we're back. Nadia went and got some coffee. She cheated. But that's okay. We're still sauced up. We're still on that take and we're ready to go. So Giovanna, take us home. Yeah, so next question would be, what advice would you give someone waiting to pursue a career similar to yours? You're first this time. Am I? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I feel like I've been first every time. I'm just saying. Just the once, but it's, you know, that's how memory works. <laughs> okay, what advice? Um, I got a few. So my first advice is definitely don't be afraid to start, even if you start very with very little things. So if you have an idea, try it out. And don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't like, thank you. Don't like jump into it head first, but give it a try. See if it's really something you like and you like doing and you want to do. Um, then second advice, look for resources in your area. If you are a student or if you are just starting out, there's always incubators, accelerators, things that are either no cost or very little cost that are designed to help entrepreneurs and just people who want to start a business flourish and uh, start their business. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I lost my train of thought. What's the third thing? Oh my God, I see the moon. Oh. Get it together, Nadia. I Get know. Back to <laughs> I just saw the moon. That's so cool. Yeah, it's full moon. It's a full oh, that moon. That's the thing about when your walls are actually windows. So there's no walls in this building. It's just giant windows, and the moon is gorgeous. So is the city. We should take a picture, actually. Mm-hmm. We we'll, will. We'll link it below. Okay. Let's do that. Um, okay. Incubators. So my first resources. advice is don't be afraid to start. Start little. Start mm-hmm. small. Just start. Start it somewhere, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't have to have it all figured out. Stop over worrying and over planning just start if you keep worrying and you keep planning and you keep waiting for the perfect moment it's never going to be there and you're always going to just end up wasting time and i know we talked about this earlier time is your most precious resource time flies like there's no tomorrow so just do it and then second thing look for resources there's a lot of free resources out there for people looking to start a business whether it's incubators accelerators grants a mentors. There's so many out there. Just even Google it and you'll get like articles of 10 resources for beginner entrepreneurs. And then third would be find like-minded people to hang out with. Find people who are interested in business or are pursuing something. Don't just constantly hang out with people who just want to party. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have lots of party friends. But the main thing is you want to surround yourself with also people who are either interested in entrepreneurship or talk or generate ideas with you. And it helps you grow as a person and as a business person. And it's anybody who's starting and then read. I mean, that's a big thing for me. Uh, Any question I ever have, I Google it. I read about it. I research it. Um, And I think that's a big part of my success. All right, my phone's ringing. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, my turn. <laughs> I missed the whole thing. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. No. That was actually excellent advice. I actually agree with a lot of that. So now I have to change my answer because some of my answer was in there. And that's why I went first. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> so, my advice. Um, so, the things that I do, it, honestly, 
Number one, I would say know thyself, right? You want to know who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, and like what you're bringing to the table. Like me, I know that I'm not a person who's very organized. I'm not a person who is very good at promoting or marketing, even though I was a promoter for like eight years. But like the way I promote is very different. I kind of work off emotion. I'm not more of a social media kind of promoter type dude. And I found someone who's good at that. And that's why me and Adia works because she brings the yin to my yang, right? Um, What I would say on top of that is (sighs) education is not something that you can finish, right? So... If that's true, then you want to be coachable. You're, you're always, you don't know everything. And there's a lot that you can gain from a mentor. So find someone who's been there, who's done that, who's been through the ringer, who's done all the things that you want to do and just, just find a mentor. Just learn from them. You know what I mean? Be a sponge. Don't go in there arrogant, ignorant, thinking that you know what's going on. Just listen. Shut up and listen and just let someone else do some of the work for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> What else would I say? I would say, hmm. I would say, don't be too hard on yourself. At the end of the day, and I'll say this over and over again, everything is made up. <laughs> Seriously, everything is made up. The way you dress, the way you talk, the things you, the way you name things, everything that you know is literally invented. None of it is real. It's only as real as you give value to it. And if you understand that, you literally empower yourself to just be your authentic, sorry, authentic human being. Like, be who you are, do what you want to do, and just push forward. So if something goes wrong, who cares? None of this, sh- none of this is real. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I know we allowed to curse on this, but I just, I just don't. I don't know why I don't. All right, but seriously, understand the game that you're playing. Understand it's just a giant game of house, Right. And of course, it's reward. You can get a nicer car, a bigger house or whatever. But literally, you don't need any of that to be happy. That's just bonuses. And you need to see it as a bonus. Do not see it as a goal. See it as a bonus. Be happy as you are. Love who you are. Look in the mirror. Vibe with that dude or that gal. Right. Get to know that person and then start from there. And you start from there. Nothing can go wrong because literally it's a giant adventure and it's a big story being written as you wake up day by day. So that's my advice. Everything is bullshit. So (laughs) (laughs) enjoy it. Whatever the hell you do, just enjoy it. That's the only advice I have to tell you. It doesn't matter what you do or how you do it. Just enjoy it. Right. If you end up being a career criminal and you go to jail for 20 years, enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) If it ends up in a giant tragedy, enjoy it at least as much as you can. Right. Just enjoy it. It's a story and you're writing it. All right. So write the best that you can. Right. Write the best chapter or the best ending possible. Right. So that's my advice. Next question. Really quick, I do have to ask something, just something to add. Mm. I agree with that so much, like the enjoyment part. Mm. Even though I, I mentioned I'm materialistic, I still enjoy like every moment I have, like the opportunity to spend with my mom, with my animals at the park, outside, cooking. I mean, I don't hold my breath for the things I want. Mm. I want them and I know I'll get them. But before I get them, I enjoy everything I have, like, like everything, like every single little thing. Like I'll just go outside and I'll sit and I'll look at my, the trees in the backyard because if you don't enjoy, like life is so short and life is so abrupt that it can just like end in a second. Right. And there's so many people who have so many tragic stories about how they were working to retire like 30 and they worked themselves to death and they got brain cancer. I mean, there's so many crazy stories out there that you're just like, 
wow, they, and they finally get to enjoy life when they're basically about to die. And it's, it's insane for me to think about living a life, always wanting something and never enjoying what you have. So even though I'm materialistic and I constantly want more things, I constantly, constantly enjoy every single thing I have at every moment, like with friends or family, recording podcasts or working or clients or outside everything, right? I think that that is such a key thing people miss. They think they can either really want something and constantly be goal-oriented. Somebody didn't turn off their phone. That was my parking ticket, actually. <laughs> I got to renew my parking meter. But it's all good. <laughs> and then they're constantly just like rushing through life, trying to reach their goals. And, and I feel people don't think they can be both. They can't enjoy and want. You know what it is? I it's, think you have to have both. People have goals. And they think, well, make them happy is if they achieve their goal, they achieve their goals. But really, it's not the goal that you actually enjoy. It's the journey. It's the journey that grows you because it's the journey that makes you into what you need to be to get to the goal. So enjoy the journey. The goal is cool. Have goals. Have a place that you want to be. Have a thing that you want to obtain. Absolutely. But understand the key is in the journey. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the journey, please. <laughs> and if you don't and you get to that goal, you're... Good luck with that, all right? Because <laughs> the goal is very short. Once you get the goal, it's literally over in a second, right? You, you, you play 82 games in the NBA. You get to the championship. You win the ring. It's done. That's it. <laughs> if you did not enjoy every game that you played on the way there and you were waiting for that one moment to hold that trophy, it's like two What's minutes versus like seven months. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Please enjoy the journey. And I think that's what Nadia was trying to say. Facts. Next question. Okay, guys, thank you for that. It was amazing. So the last question would be something that I think is easier for you guys, <laughs> as I made you guys think a lot. So uh, who is the most important person in your life? I would like to turn the question into who are the most important people in my life. Is that okay with you? Yeah, go for it. Gracias. <laughs> so uh, mi madre, and for you uncultured people, it's my mother. That's the first person that's the most important in my life. And the reason for that is if I talk about my past or my journey to manhood or as a person, what I see from people's faces as I tell them is like they show concern, they show sympathy, they show all the things that say that, wow, maybe that story wasn't the most um, PG. It's a hard upcoming And for me, this is always news for me, because for me, while I was there, while I was in it, it was nothing but joy and happiness. I lived a good life, if you ask me. But if I told you my story, you probably wouldn't agree with that. And that's why my mom is the most important person to me first. Because despite what we had or didn't have, she made everything a joy. Everything was a pleasure. I have a She, she lived with compassion. She lived with generosity. She, despite the scarcity, she's always had an abundance mentality and was very generous and took care of everyone around us. She literally adopted people off the streets that were friends of mine, my peers, the care of them, even if sometimes they robbed us, even if sometimes things went horribly wrong. She never changed at all. She was always a kind, considerate person. So despite the aesthetics of my upbringing, it was nothing but pure joy for me. And so... I thank my mom for that. She instilled in me the way that I am today, the sense of humor, the heart, the emotion, the compassion, all those things that I think are required to make a decent 
respectable human being. And the second person would be my fiance, because though my mom got me through, I guess, the first half of the relay race, my fiance got me through the latter half. And she has been my teammate. She has literally backed me up on any idea I've ever had. I've, I never have to think twice about anything I want to do because I know someone will always be in my corner. So if I write a song that sucks, I got someone that'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to do some crazy idea that I'm going to treat Tampa Bay as a monopoly board and just buy up properties and try to rent it out to people, she's willing to play with me. You know what I mean? She'll be the shoe. I'll be the wheelbarrow. Just like that. So I just have incredible people in my life and that's who are the most important people in my life because they propel me forward into what I am today. That's my answer. That's deep. Deeper than rap, son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, it's very similar. It's my mom, 100%. She has sacrificed her career, her life. She immigrated to the U.S. for me. Um, I was seven. And she was a very well-known, renowned doctor in um, Sochi, where we lived, and she loved everything she did. I mean, she loved her job. She loved her status. She loved living by the water, walking everywhere. I mean, she she was born there, right? It's her country. And to take that and to completely sacrifice it and move to a country where you didn't speak the language, <laughs> you couldn't be a doctor until you proved you were a doctor. You couldn't walk anywhere. You had to learn how to drive. You basically just at a 180 of a completely different life, a completely different lifestyle and doing that all for a child. Like I can't imagine that if I had a kid, I'd be like, tough tit. We're, we're staying here. I'm not going anywhere else. That's, that's it. <laughs> and, um, I, I honestly think that uh, my mom's built different, like to do all that, to sacrifice all that without thinking. I mean, she thought about it, I'm sure, but doing it so fast in Russia there was a time it's like there was a time when the Soviet Union fell apart um there was a loud travel because travel was forbidden in Soviet Union to the U.S. you couldn't really immigrate you couldn't really leave the Soviet Union and there was like a short period of time where you could and it was like a, a scary moment because they didn't know when it would stop and just to take that leap and to move I mean she moved with one suitcase like that's completely wild to me she didn't speak a single like word of English at all. And I don't know. She's always been there for me. She's always supported all my crazy ideas. And she's never pressured me into like having a career in, or like having a nine to five or doing anything that I didn't want to do. So I don't know. She's always been my rock. She's always supported me. And yeah, she's the most important person. I just want to give a shout out because the women in my life are freaking insane, right? My grandma's story is, if I told you, you would think it's fiction. My mom's story, if I told you, it would be fiction. I'm pretty sure Nadia's mom's story would sound like fiction. So the women in my life have been absurdly, like, impressive. (laughs) I don't have a better example than them, right? And so, and I'm happy for them because they created a very strong male figure, which is myself, which I think is myself. And I plan to pass that on to my kids. Right. So shout out to the women for this podcast, because I'm like okay. hearing these stories. I'm like, yo, mothers are crazy. All right. They're crazy in a good way. And we need more of that. A lot more of that. All right. So shout out to the mothers. Round of applause. Facts. I, I completely agree. 
With that being said, do you have anything else you want to add? I don't think so, other than thank you, Giovanna, for being on our podcast. <laughs> of course, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And with that being said, always remember, you don't got to be the man. But you can always be the boss. Boss, 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 boss. boss, boss. boss, boss.